Hello and welcome back to day 26 of the Stars Lockdown Conversations podcast. We have been with you every day throughout Lockdown Take 2, sharing your stories and your experiences, and we are nearly at the finish line. Restrictions are set to ease, for some of us at least, this Wednesday. Um, So today, the guy I'm chatting to, I will be honest, I've not had to look too far to find him. I've just stumbled to the office next door, and by the office, I mean the spare bedroom next to my spare bedroom. So this is my husband, Adam. Adam, I would ask how you are. But I've just dropped coffee in your desk and you seem fine. I am peppy. Thank you very much. <laughs> and um, it, it would be nice if you could um, give me props for, you know, being a good um, shared co-working space uh, employer as well. You have been an excellent co- co-share working space. Co-sharey. For the last nine months. So you definitely, besides our, our little one, you are the person I've seen the most in the last nine months, probably more in the last nine months than in the 10 years previously. But we've done all right, haven't we? I think we've done really well. We've, uh, yeah, to, to say this was thrust upon us. It has uh, been. I think, we've, I think we've done really well. It has been and such you know, a weird year. It's been, uh, it's been pretty good to have uh, my own personal uh, coffee deliverer as well. <laughs> like Uber for coffee, get a wife in lockdown. <laughs> my coffee's gone, <laughs> definitely gone up in lockdown um i mean the very first thing i heard of this kind of pandemic I, I remember sitting at home with our our daughter back in january and i remember you coming in and you had a pack of anti-back wipes and you started wiping down all the doorknobs <laughs> and telling me about this this horrible bug this horrible virus that was heading our way do you remember the first you kind of heard of it yeah so i was um I'm a little bit boring, right? So, <laughs> you know this, for everybody else. Um, instead of listening to, um, you know, radio with music on, I listen to talk radio. And so there's a lot of, uh, well, I say a lot of, there's there was, there was a, a, a bit of noise being made about this kind of, you know, at the very beginning of the year, there's this new virus coming out of China. Uh, first thing we really heard about it was um, it had affected this local area in Wuhan around the market. And then, you know, the next day you'd hear on the news that it's gone into a, a different province. And then every day seemed to affected an extra province and I mean China is a pretty big place yeah. so you know that if something is traveling province to province on a daily basis you know it's it's pretty it's a pretty powerful um mm. pretty powerful virus so so that was making the news and then I think it was I can't remember exactly which country it was but you know there were reports oh it's it's here now uh, might have been like Italy or France. I think it was, it was somewhere in in Europe. If I remember rightly, and I can just remember thinking, you know, this is the first we're hearing about it now. This has probably been quite prolific in you know China, the kind of epicenter of um, of its uh, birth, if you like. Yeah. And I just thought this must be here, this, this must be around. So that's, that's where my initial kind of nervousness, if you like, came from. Or I don't want to say anxiety, but my, uh, the first um, time that I thought, well, this, this might actually be with us already. And then when people were saying and the reporting that there have been cases in England, I thought, yeah, okay, this is, this is serious now. And so, I mean, I've always been a bit of a germaphobe anyway. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I, I'd, I'd heard some pretty 
um, harrowing numbers on the radio on my way home. And I just thought, I'm not taking any chances. So yeah, came home, got the um, antibat wipes out and just started wiping everything down. And so I don't know, it kind of, it took place over about maybe two or three weeks from, you know, it just being something we'd heard about in China to actually it's starting to come here. I might've got those timings wrong, but it, it felt really, really quick. It did. It did. And I was, I was actually really grateful that your, your germaphobe kind of kicked in at just the right moment because obviously it, it did enable us to get ahead of the curve a little bit. Like we started, you know, buying face masks and getting hand sanitizer and everything before most people were taking it too seriously. And then of course we were, we were booked on a cruise in February and I remember yeah. being quite nervous about, about going on that, but we did. And that was kind of it, wasn't it? That was kind of the last that was the last time we did anything outside the house. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right, actually. I didn't think about it like that. That was the last time we'd kind of done done anything with anybody else. Yeah. Um, you're right, though. It does feel like we were ahead of the curve a little bit. And I know some people at the time might have been thinking, are you taking too many precautions? Oh, you don't know anything about it yet. But for me, with something like this, the thing that always stayed with me and, and it still stays with me now is it's not about yeah you're protecting yourself obviously you, you don't mm. want to catch it um and we didn't know at the time but um you know there are people that can get it that don't show symptoms but they can spread it and you know we've got um basically everybody in our immediate family you know our parents um your sister, they all they all need protecting. So it was like let's let's mm. kind of get these things in just in case, because, you know. And if we are being a little bit too nervous or a little bit too, you know, anxious about it, then the worst case scenario is, you know, we've spent hundred hundred and fifty quid whatever on some protective material. You know, that's that was the worst case scenario. Worst case scenario exactly. was much better than the the other scenario. Um, I'm glad we did it. I've absolutely no regrets because, you know, we weren't suffering from any of the shortages or anything like that. No, no, I am. I'm so grateful as well. And I think, you know, we, we made the, we took the right precautions at the right time, but even with that kind of, I felt like we had that bit of not forewarning because we had no more knowledge than anybody else, but we were taking it seriously really early on. But even with that, it seemed to grow. It gathered pace so quickly from sort of, you know, maybe the 10th, 11th, 12th of March to lockdown starting that whole period. I mean, I, I was, I mean, I know I can get nervous at the best times, but I was just terrified. It just seemed to be steamrolling. And then the next thing, you know, the schools were closed. We were going into lockdown. And when the numbers started climbing, I mean, I, I as I said, I do get nervous anyway. So that, that whole period for me was so overwhelming. Or as you always, you know, you're kind of cool and calculated and, you know, clear headed usually, but you must have felt a bit of that anxiety. Um, yeah, definitely. There's definitely anxiety there, but you, you can only do what you can do, right? Yeah. You know, we were, we were in lockdown. Um, well, I mean, even, even prior to lockdown, you know, when I was going to the office, it, it, it didn't feel particularly unsafe because you know my day is pretty pretty boring really in terms of uh, you know the number of people that I might meet all I really do is I walk out the house get into my car you know drive in 
into work, get out of the car, walk to the office, and that's it. I'm kind of that's that's me and my group then. Yeah. Um, um, but uh, when the figures were starting to rise in uh, in the UK, I said to the, the staff that we've got in the office, work from home. Actually, one of the one of the members of staff said, I don't feel comfortable anymore. So I said, right, okay, blanket policy. Then everybody go work from home. I I stayed in the office, but um, um, I suppose when the office was empty and it was empty because of, you know, people being nervous about getting a virus, that's mm. when there was potentially a little bit, that's when anxiety kind of started to creep in a little bit. But above all, you know, you just think if you do everything that you can to ensure that A, you're not getting anything off of anywhere, you know, you're, you're not touching your face, just scratch yeah. my nose as I said that. Um, <laughs> You know, you know, touching door handles and, you know, you're making sure to sanitize your hands all the time. As long as you're doing that kind of stuff, you're not coughing on anybody. I felt comfortable with that. As soon as I started feeling nervous about other people, whether other people were doing that as well, you know, yeah. whether they were breathing this thing out that's now starting to really, really gather pace. That, as soon as that nervousness came, that's when I said, you know, I can remember calling you up and saying, look, that's it. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't feel right. I don't feel I don't feel safe anymore. Like out in the open world, I'm just going to work from home. And it's that day that I brought all the kit home, and just you know, since then we've been been here, haven't we? So that was that. As soon as it started to feel, you know, you just you just get that little that that feeling. As soon as I got that feeling, that was it. It was like game over for being out in the in the outside world. Well, yeah, and plus, obviously, we have a six-year-old who obviously stopped going to school. And when the schools went back in June, obviously, we made that decision not to send her back. It didn't seem right that we were being so careful and taking all these precautions. And then we were going to send a six-year-old, you know, who hugs and kisses and licks the face of other six-year-olds to a school. (laughs) Sometimes I've seen it happen. Um, So I just didn't feel safe and I'm, I'm glad we made that decision but I, I think that's one of the hardest things I know even now when I take her shopping and she's so good and she'll wear her mask and she she knows she shouldn't touch things but she forgets or she rubs her eye and I, I just find it's you know it's such a strange thing even mm. now nine nine months into it they're still hit by those surreal moments you know when you see everybody kind of walking around in the masks and you think gosh if we could have seen this a year ago what on earth would we have thought well, that's it. I mean, even I think we said quite a bit, didn't we? You know, mm-hmm. at Christmas, if you'd have said, you know, at Christmas, if you could look forward three, four months, six months, you know, now what's looking to be a year and, and kind of see what's happening, it, you'd, you'd find it really, really difficult to believe because it's just so, mm. it's, it's so out, I think it's, it's so different now, you know, and it's not just different in seeing people wearing masks all the time. You know, the masks are one thing. It's the it's it's the kind of it's the things that you feel that are different as well. You know, like I've we used to love you know going out to like you know going out having a meal somewhere, whether it was just you know somewhere quite local or yeah. you know you know going somewhere nice for a birthday or a celebration or something like that that part of me that the, the part of me that wants to do that now yeah is, has gone it's it, uh, like it, for, for all intents and purposes it's it's completely gone because because of because that nervousness that feeling that it's not right is still there you know yeah. like going out and having a few drinks with your friends you still love 
going and having like a a, a drink or two with the uh, the chaps that I work with after our friends and it's just gone I just don't want to do it anymore so that's the thing that to me if you'd have, if you'd have looked forward last Christmas at what things are like now mm. you know you do I, I I don't know how you feel but I feel completely different about doing any of that kind of stuff and it'll, I think it'll be a long time until that that eases yeah, I completely agree. I mean, the instinct to go and do that and put myself, we, you know, we haven't, the last time we went to a restaurant was, I remember it was March 10th because it was after parents' evening and we, we called mm. off with uh, with Immy and we had like, we went to an Italian and even then, you know, on March 10th, we were thinking, I don't know if we should be doing this, but we, we did and that was the last time. But even though I, you know, we haven't been to a pub, we haven't been to a cafe, we haven't been to a restaurant, we haven't done any of that. And I don't want to. At the same time, I really miss that social aspect, you know, especially when it gets to six o'clock on a Friday and we haven't got anything in for dinner and all our, it'd just be so nice, wouldn't it, just mm. to be able to pop out and and see people. But that's the other thing. I mean, you know, in terms of work, because you're working from home, I'm working from home. Apart from me being at school now, which is obviously much better than the first time, the first lockdown. How are you finding just just this kind of one place, these four walls? I know you make you're great. You make a point of getting up and going for a walk if you can at least once a day, but it's still a lot of monotony. It's not too bad because you know my life does not end in these four walls. Yeah, I've got the bathroom, I've got <laughs> the kitchen, dining room. You know. It's, um, I can I can go for a, I can go for a walk in this house, and <laughs> in thirty seconds I can have visited many many different places, each with their own little nuance. So you know I find that keeps me fresh. Um, you know Steve Jobs famously would go for a walk with his colleagues to kind of get out of his headspace. All I do is I just have a little walk around the living room. It's and true. If that's not enough, I'll nip into the garage. <laughs> but it's on climate. So, you know, I'm fine. It's easy. Well, that's I it. Once... For the rest of my life. <laughs> Please don't say that. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. Once, once it goes from hard floor, hard wooden floor to carpet, you oh, know, you feel like you've crossed into brilliant. another country altogether. It's brilliant. I love it. Um, I mean, you are such what, a sociable guy. You honestly, in all seriousness, I I can see the effect it has on you sometimes. I know that um, you know. I think we've done pretty well. You know, luckily we we this get is public. On. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to tell me about that time I cried, are you? <laughs> no. Which one? No. <laughs> but I, I mean, I I do think we're we're lucky um, in that we you know we obviously get on very well, and our, our dog. <laughs> absolutely brilliant which which helps so we've not had a horrible year by any means uh, and we're all well and healthy and that's obviously the most important thing but you must be missing yeah just 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 leaving the house and going to somewhere I mean you used to work away a lot you would travel you would mm. catch up with friends it's I think it's really hard when your world shrinks yeah yeah it does you will you, you will uh, at least I think if you were doing lockdown right, your world shrinks down to your postcode, <laughs> yeah. you know. And yeah, I mean, look, I do miss that kind of stuff. I do miss, um, you know, as you say, I used to go to London quite a lot. Um, I used to, you know, travel kind of up and down, but 
I don't know, it just feels like it's part and parcel. It feels like it feels like it's a, a duty. The, the, the big thing is for mm. me is is uh, and I was just talking about this to somebody this morning over text, which is really the kind of only thing that you do. Um, it, it, I, I miss seeing other faces in real life. Yeah. You know, that you, that you know, I mean, you know, when you go to the shop and you, you know, you kind of PP'd up to the hilt, um, it's not, it doesn't really have the same effect. But when you spend, if you, it, you miss spending that time face to face at least you know face two meters to face yeah uh, with your friends it, it um yeah it's it is tough because you know i think a lot you get you underestimate how much well maybe you don't but you know i certainly underestimated how much enjoyment i get from just a bit of uh you know friendly chit chat banter with the boys yeah um and it um yeah, you, you do miss it. I mean, it still kind of happens over text, but it's, it's never the same, is it? You know, you, you can't kind of um, fire back off of each other and make those those silly jokes that just make you kind of, you know, snort drinks out of your nose with laughter. That you don't you don't kind of get that a bit anymore. Um, no. And you know, not just friends. It's 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 family as well. You know, yeah. during all this, you know, as, as I said earlier on, all of our family were you know everybody apart from us really that's that's the family is is in their own shielding group or shielded group as it was mm. and so we couldn't go and see them no we were the runarounds weren't we we were the we were the runarounds yeah deliverers. and so that that's you know that's that's a thing that i think i missed quite a bit yeah yeah what about um obviously our, our daughter's six and i think a lot of people are They've got different food. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll tell you about that later. Um, a lot of people have got kind of different ideas of of how they think it might have impacted children, whether this is something that will stay with them and it might have impacted them more than people think. Or, you know, a lot of people, including myself, think that a lot of children have been very lucky to be reasonably well shielded from what's going on. I certainly feel like, although we got the short end of the stick in that, we've both been working at home. So the home has become an office and the office has longer hours than it used to before. So I think mm. she struggles with that. I certainly do. And I know you do feel guilty about that. But for the most part, I, I don't think she will look at, back on lockdown with any kind of negative feeling. Do you feel that? I, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I do agree. I think it's, I think her attention span dropped drastically during lockdown, you know, because we introduced her to Minecraft. <laughs> you, um, you introduced her to Minecraft. It's a gateway to coding. That's my, that was my uh, thinking about it. And, you know, she's, she's, she's interested in that now. So that's great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I do think um, some remnants of uh, attention uh, deficit you know, not the actual condition, but I think I do think there's some some remnants of that might 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 be around. Yeah. In term, you know, to answer your question, any negatives? Uh, uh, sorry. Um, I, I, she said to us that the birthday that she had during lockdown was the best birthday that she's ever had. Okay, she's only six; she can only <laughs> remember one or two of them. But <laughs> she you did. Know, she had such a fun time because yeah. we 
we made it we made it special yeah um and all it really took to make it special was just like dedicating time to her on 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 this special day and you know you did a great job of decorating the house up for her and making everything special and you know I, I think that goes a long way to to say that she actually they do kind of live more day to day she knows what the virus is she's a great social distancer i mean i know she has little hiccups every now and then where she gets a little bit too excited and mm -hmm. runs somewhere and might get a little bit too close but we're always there before she gets actually too close you know yeah. she's a happy kid you know she's a, she's a happy kid and i think that is kind of what matters we've tried to be honest with her about how serious this could be yeah um but we've not given her too much information you know we're not saying oh this virus will kill you if you do that you know don't 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 touch your eyes otherwise you'll die of coronavirus you know <laughs> should we're we not be doing that have were, you been we, doing that were we not much that where she got that no, from no. <laughs> <laughs> just for the record um, no no i've not no, been doing no, that. no no that's not happened <laughs> um you know but we've 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 we've, we've relayed the seriousness um but we've shielded a from how serious it it could be um and i think she's just taking it in a stride you know that i think she is she's i think she's fine she's fine she's just she's happy yeah. now she's back at school she's still being really safe they're being great with her yeah. you know as the, the second she gets home you know every single time she gets home from anywhere it's you know washing hands straight away and changing out of clothes she's i think she's picked up some some of my uh germophobic practices anyway which you know i'm <laughs> gonna think is a good thing it's not a bad thing is it no i mean the thing i'm most grateful for as we continue to be as because although we're talking now about being back in lockdown number two for us nothing has really changed in the last um nine months except imi is back in school now which i am forever mm. grateful for because homeschooling was a nightmare I would not wish to repeat that. Um, I started out with the best of intentions. I was going to get up super early. I was going to do two hours work before she even woke up. We were going to have a, you know, like a proper structured school day and we were going to do PE and all this great crafting stuff. And I think it only lasted a couple of days because that is hard. That is hard, especially to fit in around, you know, everything else that was going on at the time. So yes, I'm so grateful that the kids are back in school. Um, and as we're heading towards Christmas, I know it's a bit of a weird one, this year, but um, we're, we're just kind of getting round now, aren't we, to making some tentative plans, which I think are probably going to stay pretty firm. Yeah. Um, so we are getting my folks over, which, you know, is uh, less than the, the group of three households that they've said that you can do just to be on the safe side. Looking forward to you know having that dinner again i don't know about you but i can't say that there's not going to be i can't say that i'll be a hundred percent free of 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 nerves you know like i think in the dining room on christmas day we'll we'll still make sure it's well ventilated we're asking people to shield for a bit before uh, to um isolate for a little bit before which is probably a little bit cruel but you know better safe than sorry right sorry yeah i think so yeah just we're doing it from the 18th aren't we we say if everybody does it from the 18th then we can be be safe but what is really lovely because as i said we have been so careful you know if we we've followed things to the letter if we have seen grandparents 
it's been in gardens it's been distance personally i've hugged my mum once since march um you know picture picked a day right in the middle of the summer holidays when we knew nobody had been anywhere and it was safe did you um, come home and get a wash straight away <laughs> came home and showered yes don't worry yeah. <laughs> and of course Amy said yesterday i was talking to her about christmas and she said she was the one of the things she was most looking forward to is being able to hug grandma on christmas day and that broke my heart i know it does break my heart and you know since then chris whitty has said you know actually try and avoid hugging the elderly yeah uh, if you have them around at your house i don't mean to <laughs> you know bring your podcast down or anything but you know like my mum's really ill um yeah. you know and, and i know it would break her heart if she couldn't have a hug from a six-year-old granddaughter who she's seen maybe you know four or five times in the last nine months yeah. from FaceTime so you know you, you've kind of got to uh, I'm, I'm not a fan of this 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 balance it um with how you feel because I think actually you, you've really just got to follow the advice that is known at this moment yeah um but you know when it's somebody somebody like your mum who's you know really poorly and, and it would just make her Christmas make her year it would make up for the last you know uh, nine months of kind of hardship that she's had you know yeah. you, that that to me is a bit more of a that's that's a lot difficult to a lot more difficult to reconcile not it letting is. her do it than letting her do it I don't Which know which is of course to... yeah well that's why we said about shielding didn't we you know we because we knew how important it was we made that decision look if everybody shields from the 18th then we know we can spend that time together and not be worried but yeah I'm the same as you after a year of kind of keeping my distance from everybody and keeping ventilated and not hugging it, it would be very strange to to just go back to that so maybe we'll just leave it to the leave it to the six-year-old yeah oh yeah uh, it's not something that I'm doing you know, I mean, they'll still be socially distanced, uh, you know, virtual hugs and virtual kisses from, from me. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you know, hopefully it should feel a little bit, it should just feel like a little, a, a little bit of normal. Yeah. You Which know. is all we can ask for, I think. Yeah, know. exactly. A little bit of Christmas normality. Um, so just finally, because, you know, I'm ready for another cup of tea and it's your turn. Um, looking to... 2021 how, how are you feeling about next year as you know do you feel I mean we're kind of beholden to this vaccine really aren't we but are you feeling quite positive about where we could be you know six months from now and once everything is back to normal what is one of the things you're really looking forward to doing um well I'll answer the last part of the question because that's the only bit I can remember um <laughs> attention um, span yeah 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 I have, I have I'm pretty good at Minecraft um <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't even remember any of the question now. No, uh, <laughs> 2021, it feels like this time next year, we should have some semblance of normality back. Certainly, yeah. I think, well, I, I hope that next Christmas will be in a much better position where I, I really hope that we can start having, you know, the Christmases of old back. Yeah. I look forward to that, and I think I think I'll look forward to that even more after this Christmas. Um, I'm looking forward to honestly. I think even next year, personally, I don't think I'll be up for going out to many restaurants. I doubt I'll be 
for, for going out to for for drinks. I think I'll I think I will just play it ultra ultra safe. Yeah. Um, and maybe just have um more like you know, especially summer, I think it'll probably be a case of have a barbecue around at hours where you can, you know, you're out in the open, you, it, it feels a lot safer than being crowded in a pub or in a restaurant. Yeah. Um, so, so 2021, I'm just looking forward to some semblance of normality. I'm looking forward to being able to have a bit more interaction with, with more people. Yeah. Um, uh, in, but I think, it, I think it will be in quite controlled settings. What do you, I know this is your podcast, so sorry, I'm, I'm asking you a question now, but what do you think about the uh, about the, the vaccine or the choice of vaccines? There's like four different companies involved in it, making three different vaccines now. How do you feel about, about that? Like, are you going to be comfortable taking it straight away or are you going to be waiting for anything to, a particular set of results to come in before you're happy taking it? You know, are you going to, mm. like, what, what do you think on it? It's actually, I mean, it's it's a great question, really, because for a lot of last year, sorry, no, the year we're in now, I'm thinking more of earlier in the year, you know, when we were in March and April and May, June, and this was all happening, all anybody could really think about was, oh, you know, they can't wait for this vaccine. I cannot wait for this vaccine to come. All we're waiting on now is this vaccine. And of course, when it came, it wasn't like this, you know, big day of celebration that I thought it might be it was almost I almost kind of missed it in the news that day because mm. I think we're all a little bit jaded um and maybe it's just watching too much Trump on the telly but it's like you don't mm. want to believe anything <laughs> anything that could be good at the minute I think we've all put our emotions a little bit on um a bit on standby you know I, I kind of want to wait and see how it pans out but at the same time I'm not one of those people who thinks oh let everybody else try it because if you know if something's going to go wrong, I don't want it to be me. I, I recognise mm. that it needs a pool of people that will stand up and and take it first. I, I, I won't lie, there is an apprehension, I suppose, because it's just happened so quickly. That's it. You know, like normally these things take 10 plus years to, yeah. to come to market. Um, and obviously because of what's happened, it's taken, you know, much less time to to get it um yeah so so i think there's a natural apprehension because of that because it's happened you know 10 times quicker than it normally would do mm. um but the results are really really positive you know i for one would be i'm not sure i'd be on the, the front line of the first batch people no um but i think it, i would feel good doing this i mean you know the flu vaccine's not got 100 percent you know inoculation has it you know you, no, exactly. that's something that you have to have all the time and people still do get affected by it so you know i think the, the, this vaccine because it's affected so many people in such a uh, a massive way this year mm. there's going to be that 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 natural he- <coughs> excuse me that natural hesitation but i think if i look at the numbers i feel pretty safe about it i feel pretty, yeah. pretty safe and the fact that there are multiple people doing it you know it's uh, that's another another reason why I feel pretty safe about it. We, we're almost convinced that Imi did actually have uh, COVID. About four days after the schools closed, she, you know, mm. her temperature suddenly went right up. She had this little cough, but the main thing was her breathing. I've never seen anything quite like it. She was sat on my knee 
um, I think I was just brushing her hair or something and she was gasping for breath mm. like she'd just run a marathon and you know she'd been sat on my knee for 10 minutes and I remember watching her that night and she was sort of gasping in her breath for sleep but not at any point did it feel like she wasn't getting enough air it just felt you know like she was really like quick been, short breath yeah mm. yeah she'd been running hard um, and then of course the next day she was still a bit under the weather, but much better. And the day after that, it was gone. So I noticed when I was working from home that she'd had, I wouldn't say it was a little cough. I would say it was like quite a, you know, quite a, quite a deep glutteral cough. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, and the temperature was, was red hot, but yeah, like, you know, we are pretty convinced that that was it, but it only lasted three days before she was absolutely fine again. And of course we, you know, the very, the, the first day that, we kind of said this could be it we self-isolated obviously yeah um, and but we were fine so it's like yeah you, you're kind of left with these questions aren't you was it yes. wasn't it you know if it was then how come we didn't get anything yeah um and I suppose the great thing about this uh, about the vaccine coming because it is the holy grail of you know 2020 really is that you if you, if you have it within that within a group of people you you're kind of safe to um to to get some normality back you know i suppose yeah. I, I, you can start to let that if you know other people are suffering with the same kind of mental anxiety of going to restaurants and and, and bars and stuff as as i have or seeing friends in the houses you know you can kind of those fears i suppose will naturally naturally allay a little bit because you've yeah. got you've you know you're vaccinated exactly so um it's gonna yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it so 2021 i hope that 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 gets its full path to glory that yeah. that would be that would be great I agree. what are you I hoping think... for in 2021 yeah well I, i'm the same i think the same is this as a lot you, longer think... than your normal podcast by the well way. that's fine i mean this is basically what we do at night minus the red wine so um yeah, <laughs> have you not got one <laughs> 2020 I mean 2020 has been hard I mean for a lot of people it's been much harder than it's been for us for us it's just been um difficult at times um 2021 is I agree the year for me when all I can think about is I feel about halfway into it we're going to be getting some normality back and I think by this time next year for a lot of us it will all feel a bit like a bad dream if it goes the way I hope it was going and then in 2022, I think that is the year for me that I'm thinking, right, we need a holiday. <laughs> well, you know, I think that's the time that I imagine things actually getting back to normal. Because, um, yeah, it has its, I mean, we've been trying to move house in this time. We've been trying to decorate. We've been trying to do a lot of things that are just made harder by where we are at the minute. And so, yeah, all I can think about for now is getting up getting more normality back hugging the people you know nearest and dearest mm. um and that I, to be honest pubs restaurants i'm the same none of that really appeals to me i would just like the freedom to call around at my mum's and have a coffee without checking i've got masks and sanitizers and having to you know mm. check government guidelines first but um but yeah i feel like i feel like we're getting out of it now i feel like we're getting there um it does feel like it does feel like think about what we were doing this this time last year you know we were going out for like a wintry walk and we were and I, I feel like I mentioned in the pub a lot now <laughs> but you know we'd go out for a wintry walk and you know you'd go to the pub which has got a nice fire on and we didn't always have alcohol you know sometimes it was just nice a nice cup of tea or a nice coffee sure you know and a piece of cake after yeah <laughs> uh, you know uh, there was cake there was that 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 would be nice you know like that ability to just 
off the cuff, you know, without really having to think about, like you say, whether you've got the right kit with you to do it or whether there's going to be a super spreader event in there or, you know, that kind of, that is to me what normality feels like, just being able to just go and do that. Yeah, that's it. And I do, I feel like we're closer to that now. I just, you know, we're not quite there yet, but we're getting there one step at a time. Mm. So thank you for, you know, turning on your computer and having a chat to me. Um, and yeah, it is- it's all right. Thanks for shutting the door so I didn't hear my voice um, <laughs> echoing back. I haven't got a door in my office. No, it got lost in the renovation. It did. <laughs> it'll, it'll come back. We just need to uh, teach you how to reattach it. Yeah, I get, no, I get my dad. I'll let you know that. No, I'll get yeah, my exactly. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you so much. I hope um, this time next year, everything is so much better and brighter for all of us. I'm sure it will be. And um, yeah, your turn to put the kettle on, so I'll let you go. Will you, um, will you, will you check, check in with me uh, before next year just to make sure I am all right? I or will. do I just keep lock myself in the office as, as, as normal? No, I'll I'm keep... allowed to come out. I'll yeah, keep pushing or... food under the, uh, the door that doesn't exist. Okay. Be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. And I'll see you in a minute. All right, see you in a minute. Bye. (laughs) Bye.